Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Hello, and welcome to this EM360 podcast. I'm Richard Steenan, Chief Research Analyst at IT Harvest. I write books on IT security and work with IT security technology providers at, on their go-to-market, and I'm a trusted advisor to VCs and private equity firms. IT Harvest is an industry analyst firm that covers over 3,500 vendors in the IT security industry. Today, I'm joined by Alex Yevtushenko, who is CEO at Salvador Technologies. And we're here to talk about the art of cyber attack recovery. Welcome, Alex. Thank you, Richard. Happy to be here. Alex, why don't you, you know, tell us a little bit about your background and then you know, what Salvador does. Uh, sure. Uh, so uh, I'm coming from electrical engineer uh, background uh, with uh, more than 15 years experience in uh, programming and software developing, development. Uh, I served uh, more than five years uh, leading uh, R&D department, established led the department and have had uh, the opportunity to deal with large-scale projects uh, in space, automotive, uh, semiconductors, and other industries with uh, multinational corporates. It was great to uh, have this experience uh, developing products from scratch and taking them to the market all the way. So it's a great experience. And to, today I'm a co-founder and uh, CEO of uh, Salvador Technologies. Salvador deals uh, with a big problem in uh, cyber, cyber attacks, helping uh, our customers uh, to avoid financial lo- uh, damages after the attack. It means uh, we provide fast recovery solution in any case of the attack. Our advantage is fast recovery after the attack easy. We focus especially in the ICS and OT uh, market. We will elaborate more about what this means. Uh, and we work uh, with many customers uh, in the world. Awesome. That's why I was so excited to talk to you because so much of our industry is all about preventing and detecting, um, but we usually rely on services for you know recovery and incident response. Uh, but first, give us a feel for from your perspective, what's your view on the current threat landscape? Uh, what do we see these days in, in the aftermath of cyber attacks? So cyber uh, attacks, cyber threat becomes increasingly sophisticated. Uh, the attackers use uh, new advanced uh, techniques to attack, to penetrate the companies. There are uh, more and more new methods uh, to breach system and the network and uh, bring damage to companies. Uh, Another notable part is the ransomware attack that also increasingly, uh, extremely increased in recent years and very popular. Uh, The main problem in this attack is uh, that uh, the company lose a lot of time uh, during the downtime and a lot of uh, money when they stop working, especially in the OT sector. I think another part worth to mention is supply chain attacks that are uh, many cyber criminals shifted to this type of attacks. And uh, the connectivity of the assets just contributes 
to how easy the attackers can penetrate and make damage. How should we think about the difference between what what most of us are, are used to is, you know, attacks on our computers, so IT cyber attacks, and the world of operational technology uh, that you've got so much background in? So there, there's a big, big difference between uh, OT and IT. Uh, the term IT is well know, known to everybody. It's uh, standard computers that uh, you and me using now to make this uh, podcast. Uh, this is computers and systems to process information, information technology. Uh, from the other hand, OT system operational technology are more focused on a control system and monitoring physical devices and processes, uh, not just a difference, uh, not just uh, uh, data. So the big difference is between data versus operations. Uh, if uh, think a little bit more about it, who suffers from uh, uh, cyber attacks uh, more is the OT-based companies. OT-based companies are uh, manufacturing power grids, oil and gas, logistics, and other. Uh, for them, the main, the main cost is by stopping the operation, stopping the production and the machines. Uh, unlike the IT assets, uh, if you have some kind of attack and uh, you don't have access to the data, you still can, can make some work. Uh, you can use your phone, you can uh, access a website from a different computer, but uh, still you can do some work. Un unlike uh, OT, that you just do nothing, the machines stop. Another important difference uh, in OT is uh, that you cannot make automatic actions. It means you cannot prevent access or stop a process automatically just if you think you detected uh, some kind of attack. You cannot change parameters unless you 100% sure uh, it's not making damage and harmful action for, for the physical layers. Uh, so it's a big difference in, a pro in daily operation and also uh, big damage how you should uh, take care about these uh, systems. Yeah, the, the whole issue was brought home to me last year when I was going to press with Security Yearbook. And my the book printer that does the printing and binding uh, got hit by ransomware. And they have nine printing plants around the United States. They were all down. And it took them, luckily they could get their Heidelberg offset printers back up and running within three days because they're not digital. But my book was printed on digital printers, which suffered ransomware. And so they had to rebuild from, from backups, which is... I was very impressed that they had backups and that they could do that. Uh, but it still meant three weeks of delay in publishing. That's three weeks of lost revenue for them. Wow, absolutely, yes. Uh, actually, the average time to recover from ransomware is uh, 20 days. And it's uh, really, really cost costly. Uh, we can see many companies that were was suspended uh, for a few days, but more and more uh, companies that uh, suspended for weeks or even months. I don't want to mention uh, specific names, uh, but uh, uh, the OT, uh, the manufacturing companies suffer from this uh, mostly. So uh, how are critical infrastructure 
you know, providers, the companies that, that uh, control our critical infrastructure being targeted right now? Um, and what are some of the consequences of that downtime? Uh, there are many tacni- tactics and techniques uh, that the attacker uses. Uh, ransomware is uh, very popular, supply chain attack, attacks, uh, phishing, social engineering, uh, there are zero days exploits, APT, and uh, the list is uh, very long. Uh, the connectivity of the system to the internet and the, to the external wo- world makes it much easier to the attacker. It means if a plant connected to the internet to exchange data with uh, m- maybe another plant or with the regulator, it's exposed them to uh, to cyber attack because he can easier attack from outside from his home to penetrate through the network. And uh, the OT systems are not really air-gapped as we usually imagine. The data flows in both directions from OT and from uh, IT. You need to update uh, the systems, you need to send data from the systems, uh, so it's not not actually air-gapped and the attacker using this uh, uh, vulnerability. In addition, it's actually not easy to keep the system updated and patched. Uh, the danger is uh, higher for the critical infrastructures. Many times we see legacy system uh, still used in uh, such facilities, and uh, usually it's because uh, it's too costly to update the whole environment, so they just don't make updates and uh, patches. And the consequences are huge financial damage, reputational, re- reputational damage, uh, fines in, some, in many cases, and delays of delivery, as you mentioned in, about your book. And we see more and more cruel cyber attacks on hospital uh, when even uh, people's life can be in danger. For a lot of critical infrastructure, they've got you know a, a big IT staff, including a CIO and a CISO for the security side. Um, have their roles changed dramatically as they start to realize that attacks against their actual operations of so their their, their grid, their power plant, their uh, traffic system, uh, logistics, you know, have, have they gotten a grip that they can't just, you know, apply an agent to every device and um, you know, do all the traditional things they did for desktops and laptops? Uh, yes, uh, th- there is uh, some change and uh, the CISO uh, concerns CISO and the CIO, uh, not only about the security of the information, uh, because it's not matter how strong will be the defenses, one small mistake and the attacker will bypass. CISO should detect thousands of attacks while the attacker needs only one uh, success. Uh, so the CISO must think uh, in different way and uh, not only to protect the IT systems, uh, uh, but also think about uh, how the OT world works. W- works, and there are many differences, as I mentioned before. Uh, sometimes even the operation guys by by themselves take care of this computer system. So it's a big challenge for the CISO how to from one side 
disable the access to the attacker from the other part, uh, side to provide the uh, operations uh, employees the ability to normally operate, normally work, and they don't like when you uh, stop them and when you interrupt them. So I believe that smart CISO should take uh, this into consideration and be prepared to the attack. Uh, it's very important to also know that the attack will come and uh, to make all the preparation in advance. Uh, it means to prepare the company to the possible attack, not say it will not happen to me, uh, have a plan on place what to do in case of an incident and also perf perform periodical training uh, and also have a technological solution to handle the incident to allow fast recovery in case it happens. Yeah, I would hate to see a CISO dealing with their first uh, attack on OT systems and not having run, you know, even tabletop exercises where you sit down and you postulate, you know, X happens and what do we do? So at least you've got a plan in place. You, they, they must have it. Okay, so what do we do about it and how does Salvatore Technologies help us? Okay, so we, we are focused especially in the OT world to give the solutions there. And we focus not on the detection because there are many great companies uh, who are dealing with this. Uh, we focus mainly on a uh, solution to uh, provide the fast recovery in case the attacker attack happens. Uh, so unlike this monitoring and detection and prevention solution, there are no or all, almost no recovery solution and no fast recovery solution uh, from cyber attacks in the OT world. And this is, this is our main goal in Salvador Technologies, uh, to provide uh, this quick restoration after the incident. Uh, so uh, we are not providing consultancy, no, no crisis management services uh, that are very important and should be uh, in, uh, in place. Uh, but we provide actual technological uh, solution to deal with this uh, and to allow, allow the custom, our customers to back to normal in just minutes, preventing huge damages to, uh, to, the, to them. For the CISO, we spoke about the CISO, so for him we provide two things, a visibility uh, by showing the whole process and all critical OT systems in one uh, centralized uh, dashboard to see that everything prepared to potential attack. Uh, and the additional thing is a peace of mind. So the CISO cannot do everything, especially in the OT as well. So we help him uh, with our technology that designed to uh, to be installed and operated by the non-qualified, non-IT non qualified personnel. It means the operator by himself, the operator or in the field, can recover his own system just by press of a button. Uh, and the CISO in this time can focus on contain the incident, investigate, block the attack, and clean the systems. Uh, so uh, in our uh, solution, we use the strongest air gap technology uh, that is software and hardware uh, protect based on the software and hardware protection algorithms uh, that uh, developed using our military grade ex uh, experience. We have also patent on the technology. Actually, we have 
device, physical devices that protect the data from any corruption and the attacker cannot penetrate and destroy the data on our system. And uh, we base our solution on backup, but it's backup that uh, focus on the recovery stage. We do everything to allow the user uh, recover fast and easy. As I mentioned, by press of a button and restart of a computer, we can uh, recover uh, any computer system in 30 seconds. And this is the new approach for uh, for the world, especially for those who don't have any solution in place. Today, we have uh, dozens of customers that are using our products all over the world uh, from different industries, uh, from manufacturing to healthcare and uh, maritime, logistics and more. Help me visualize it. Um, so I'm in Detroit, so I'm thinking of a you know pretty big room full of very expensive five-axis CNC machines. Um, and those machines are what generate all my revenue. So complete, if they're down, my top line goes down. Um, so you, we talked to Salvador, you supply us with an appliance that basically fits in the cabinet next to the, the interface and the computer that runs the CNC machine. And if it gets corrupted or anything goes wrong, push a button and it reboots to the original state or the previous state. It's absolutely like this. Uh, you should install our technology, our system before the attack to be prepared. As I mentioned before, to be prepared to, prepare to the attack. Uh, the installation is very quick. So in this CNC machine, you install our system and uh, uh, actually the operator by himself can recover his machine by press of a button. But, you know, a, a CIO is going to go, wait a minute, I want that in my data center. Can't we just do it over the network as well? It's a great question. And we're working on this direction as well. Today, the main problem is uh, actually in the endpoints that are corrupted and destroyed and there is no solution. There are, there are some solutions for the... Uh, network system and the, the data centers. So we started from the place where the main pain uh, today. And we're looking to grow. Uh, we have a cooperation with NVIDIA and uh, we base our technology on their uh, smart NICs to allow same level of uh, uh, same uh, level of protection to the data centers and the big servers, uh, and also restore them back and easy how we do with our uh, current product. This uh, this one in the development it will ready maybe next year, and today we happy to help the customers that have no solution, uh, have no any solution. Yeah, I imagine, you know, in security, we always talk about disaster recovery for data. You know, we're talking, you know, big uh, data lakes, et cetera. And how do you mirror them and, and make them immutable and then recover from them, which is a difficult task unto itself. So it seems like a no-brainer that you should be doing this for critical OT systems. And uh, it, it should be pretty easy to test too, right? If, if you had... A scheduled downtime, you could just go and push a button and see if it, if it recovers perfectly. 
you must check your backups. It's uh, correct for any backup system. As the problem that I see in the OT is, is that you cannot just uh, run uh, your backup on the production computer. You cannot uh, stop the production just for testing. So actually, the companies uh, don't do a test for their most critical system after the attack. Uh, and uh, here also we have a, a solution, built-in solution in our uh, technology. As uh, you run the system from our external device, you boot the computer from our external device and you don't, don't need to copy data, so it's very quick. You can uh, test easily your uh, data. You need one minute of uh, uh, to stop the machine for one minute. It usually should be easy. And during the restoration test, nothing destroyed, nothing changed in, in the original computer. Everything ran from our device. Uh, otherwise, you can just connect it to another computer to make tests. And it's very, very important part uh, to make tests, but also technologically allow the test be effective and easy and also not spend time for it because when uh, looking on ROI and you sh to, to, to test your backup, you need uh, a lot of uh, type and time and effort, uh, you, will do, uh, you will not do this. Uh, and I think we provide here additional capability for our customer that they can sleep uh, well knowing that they have a solution in case of any problem. Yeah, I totally get that. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Alex. I really appreciate your sharing with us um, yeah, a, a new approach to me to uh, OT security. Thank you to everyone listening. We hope you took a, a lot away from today's podcast. For further information on attack recovery, please head on over to salvador-tech.com. We'll be back next week with another episode in our podcast series. Until then, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on all major platforms. Follow the conversation on our socials at EM360Tech on both Twitter and LinkedIn. I'm sorry, X and LinkedIn. And for uh, more great daily content, head on over to EM360Tech.com.